0: All right, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about three worldly mindsets that are wreaking havoc in your coaching business and how to think instead. Let's do this. Welcome to the Scale with Strategy podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stoops, corporate gal turned business strategist, Jesus follower, wife, mom to three, and I might have a slight obsession with some coffee. My mission with this podcast is to help you grow your coaching business through biblical principles and smarter marketing strategies so you can serve as the coach God wants you to be and create more impact and income. And hey, if you need help with your strategy, grab a Scale With Strategy call where I'll help you create a roadmap to get from where you are now in your coaching business to where you wanna be. Just go to scalewithstrategypodcast.com slash coaching. All right, let's grab a latte and listen in. Okay, so today we are gonna talk about three carnal or worldly mindsets that are wreaking havoc in your Christ-centered coaching business and how to think instead. As a Christian coach, mentor, trainer, leader, we have to protect our minds and what we are thinking and how we are reacting to things, right? So we can get so easily sucked into those carnal worldly mindsets and i'm sure everyone listening would agree that you totally can get caught up in these these thoughts and so i just want to go over three worldly mindsets that are wreaking havoc in your business in your coaching business and how to think instead and how to deal with it when it happens because it happens to all of us you know one of the scriptures that i think ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun the way that you are feeling right now, we've all felt it before, or you know whether it's good or bad. And so when these things happen, we just need to know how to deal with stuff, right? So the first thing I want to talk about is that carnal, worldly mindset of wanting everything right now. We live in a day and age where everything is instant. We have instant gratification on everything you can think about we want things now we want it fast we don't want to wait we want things now and so that can translate into our business we've launched our business we're growing our business but it's slow we want the impact we want the clients we want the money now we want the time freedom we want you know to we, we look out and we see the peers and people out there, you know, think people like our mentors and people that are where we want to be, and we're like, Wow, I want that and I want it now. And you don't realize all the hard work that's gone into them building their business over the last con- consistently building their business over the last three, four, five, ten years, right? Nothing happens overnight that's good, I should say. For the most part, we are building a business we're building character we're building and we're doing things god's way and so it's going to take time there's no such thing as overnight success especially in god he loves to build our character he loves to and work in us you know, these these things that he wants us to have, these char- this character that he wants us to have. So if you find yourself getting super frustrated when you don't meet your goals or it messes with you because maybe you're doing all the things that people tell you to do and you're not seeing the result, ooh, this happens all the time, right? And then when you don't see results, you start changing things and you start moving and you start switching you think, like, maybe you need to do this or maybe you need to do that. Um, really, really? you're not staying the course. You're not holding tight to what the Lord has shown you you want he wants you to do in business, right? When you start changing up everything, you lose momentum. You lose the consistent every day, you know, sowing, sowing, we're sowing into the ground, right? We're sowing and then we're maintaining it. We're 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 cultivating that land, right? So that we can reap the harvest in due season. God is a God of seasons. We have seasons where we're abundant. We have seasons where we're lacking, where have seasons where, you know, um, things are really easy and we have seasons where things are really hard. And so that's just the way it is, right? And so we have to really tap into not going the way of the world and thinking, you know, we want everything now. You know, what if God doesn't want that for you right now, right? We have to be okay with that. We have to be content in all things. And so those of us who have felt like this before, like we want things now, we're usually operating from a place of anxiety or fear, especially when it has to do with money, because we need money to pay bills, right? And we're in business to make money. And so when we're not making money, like we want to be making money, we can start feeling super anxious, and fearful. I mean, this is the kind of thing that can wake you up in the middle of the night, like, oh, Jesus, I need to pay this bill, right? I need another client. And you start getting worried and everything, and he's like, just relax. He said in his word, and this is what we have to do, is we always gotta take our worldly mindset to the Lord and be like, okay, Lord, I submit to you. Your word says I am more value than many sparrows. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. He said, To not have that anxiety, I think it's Matthew six or seven or somewhere around there, don't be anxious. Don't be, you know, full of worry. And also in another place it says not to be um, anxious, to cast your cares on him. In 1 Peter 5, 6, it says, humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time he may exalt you casting all of your anxieties on him because why why because he cares for you he cares for us we have to really understand and know this he cares about our businesses he cares about how we feel he cares about helping us to overcome and to become more like him in philippians 4 6 Paul lets us know, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I'll go back to Luke uh, 12, 6 through 7. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies and not one of them is forgotten before God? Why even the hairs of your head are all numbered. So fear not. You are more of, of more value than many sparrows. When we fear and fret because we're not where we want to be in business, we are actually going away from faith, right? Because fear is the opposite of faith. When we trust in God, we are going to make sure we manage that fear and that anxiety, anxiety and do not let it affect our day-to-day life, Right? Because when you're building your business God's way, you're building something long-term. And he's trying to work in you and show you how to grow your business without the fear, the anxiety, um, without that pressure and that desperation to make money, knowing that you are taking care, being taken care of by him. And that is the, the main thing here. As entre- I love entrepreneurship because it's like the best way to tap into God. It's like, it's like I I you just you rely on him more so than when you're in a job because you know that you're not getting paid a paycheck, right? You know that your business and the things and doors that are opening are happening from God and you're pressing him to the Lord and you're you're being molded by him and you're relying on him for the clients, for the cash, for the impact, right? So this is what is so awesome about entrepreneurship and I just absolutely love it. So the bottom line is we all feel, in this point number one, we all feel that urge to want to have that overnight success. We want the clients, we want the impact, we want the money now. But God is saying we have to be that person who is consistently taking action every single day sowing sowing cultivating maintaining that ground so that we can reap in due season and he wants us to not worry and be anxious about all those things that that if this if what you're doing is what the lord wants you to do he's got you and so if you trust him you know that you're going to reap in due season. So you're not worrying about that. You're just doing the daily work, right? You're doing the things, you're being led by the Spirit of God to create that podcast, to create that YouTube channel, to create the content that He wants you to say. And we're not going to worry about all those other things, right? There's no such thing as quick, fast and, and overnight success. If we want to do business God's way, we're going to just be thankful and be content in all things. Because in Philippians 4 11, 13, it says, This is the thing that where Paul found himself. He found himself in a place where he learned in every situation that he was in, whether he was brought low, whether he abounded, whether he, in, in every circumstance, he learned in, in having plenty and being hungry, um, being shipwrecked, all the things that he went through for the glory of God. He learned how to be content in every situation. And then he learned that he can do all things through him that strengthens him. So through Jesus Christ, we can do all things. We can, we can endure all things. We can go through this time where... You know, and and business is up and down. And so maybe you've been in business for a while. You've had great success. And then maybe now you're like, okay, I'm feeling like I'm losing traction or I'm losing it. And I want this back now, you know. So take all your concerns to God. Cast your cares on him. Let him know how you feel. And be content and do the work that he wants you to do every single day. All right. So that's how you overcome that mindset. And it's a daily fight. We have to make sure we're tapping into the Lord and, and, and one of the other underlying issues here is that the whole money thing, we want to make sure that we um, are not idolizing our business or, or, or making more money or getting more clients or creating more impact. Like those, all those things can easily become an idol. And so if you're focused more on that than you are doing what the Lord wants you to do, then we have to check ourselves on that and make sure that you're not putting anything before him when it comes to this business. Number two, ooh, this is, a, this is a big one, a big worldly thing that we can so easily get trapped into, and it's comparisonitis. Have you ever compared yourself to others out there, right? Maybe you get so sucked into social media, and, and you look at your peers and your mentors, and you start comparing yourself with others, and you're using them as a measuring stick. That's not a good place to be, right? We have to pull back from the world Stop consuming so much information around you, especially on social media, and seek the approval from God only. Jesus made reference to this, and so did Paul, about comparing ourselves with one another. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 10, I think this is the ESV or the K, uh, King James Version, and I use many different versions to like compare and contrast and also look into the Greek words but or the Hebrew words, but... In 2 Corinthians 10, 12, it says, not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with, with one another, they are without understanding. They're ignorant. They're unwise when they do that. Or I think this one is the NLT. Uh, oh, don't worry. We wouldn't dare say that we are as wonderful as these men who tell you how important they are. They but they are only comparing themselves with each other, using themselves as the standard of measure. How ignorant! And Jesus said, How can you believe? He's speaking to the Pharisees here, which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that comes from God only. Right? No wonder you can't believe, for you gladly honor each other, but you don't care about the honor that comes from the one who alone is God, that was the NLT version and like the ESV or something. So seeking the approval that comes from God only, that is our measuring stick. Not looking around and seeing, oh, this person is doing that, this person's doing that, oh, I'm just, I'm just, and you know, you just beat yourself up. Or seeing what someone else is doing and you're like, oh, I'm doing that, I'm good. What if that's not what you're supposed to be doing? Or what if that, the way that you're doing it is not really approved by God. Like, what if you're just following after other people and you're looking at them as your measuring stick and God is over here somewhere saying, hey, this is not how I want you to do this or I want you to look over here or over there. We have to be seeking the approval that comes from him. So we compare ourselves or we can easily get into that uh, mindset of comparing ourselves with one another. That's not where we want to be. We want to only compare ourselves with what God is measuring for us, right? We want to seek His approval in all things. And so one of the the ways we can get around this is to stop consuming so much so much information and instead create more, right? Create what the Lord wants you to create and stop looking at everyone on social media then we won't fall prey so much to comparing ourselves with others. I always like to say create more, consume less. So that's a remedy for that. And also going to the Lord, seeking approval from him only. Number three is the focus is on you and not on your ideal client. This is so huge because we can get really selfish in a carnal, fleshly mindset. We can start thinking about ourselves more than we think about others. And this shows up in a way that's interesting in business. So here you are. You're too afraid to do a video. You're too afraid to do podcasts. You're too afraid to jump on live stream. You're too afraid to share what the Lord has put on your heart because you just awkward it's awkward to get on social media sometimes especially if you're not used to it right or it's awkward to get on video when you're not used to doing it and this recently came up with me when creating this podcast I know the Lord put it on my heart to start it and I have a ton of topics but when it actually comes down to creating the content and recording Ooh, I freeze up, I get mentally blocked, I start thinking things like you don't have nothing good to say, you it's already been said, you there are so many voices in the world, why add another one? I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and how we can talk ourselves out of doing things that are gonna benefit our ideal clients in business, right? And so this is selfish. If This isn't all about me. I'm too worried about how I sound. I'm too worried about how I look. I'm too worried about people judging my content. Who cares? None of that matters if you are doing the will of the Lord and you have something to say, to share, for your ideal client. Your business is for your ideal clients, right? You're not for everyone, and that's okay. Your message that you in your business is not for everyone. You have to be thinking about how your ideal client feels and how what you're going to say is going to benefit them. So if we just switch up the thinking here and we say, you know what, I'm thinking too much about myself and how I feel. Instead, I need to go to God, ask him to help me create the content that my ideal client needs to hear today. Because Proverbs 15:23 lets us know that an apt, uh, to make an apt answer, is a joy to a man and a word in season how good it is or in the nlt says everyone enjoys a fitting reply it is wonderful to say the right thing at the right time when we put that mindset on and we know that we're speaking what the lord has us to say to our ideal clients and then you get the confirmation later that people are like wow that really spoke to me you're on the right track, right? That's why we're doing the business. That's why we're doing business God's way is to impact people, to give them a word at the right time, to give them what they need to hear at the right time because God is leading and moving all of us in these positions to either hear from me or me hear from someone or whatever. So the we, we just got to get rid of that, that mindset of the selfish thinking. This is not about you this is this is not about you this is about your ideal client and what the lord would have you say to them so when you arm yourself with that it's easier to create because you're like okay i'm serving this is the servant mindset instead of the selfish mindset so out with the selfish in with the servant and so all of these worldly mindsets number one number two and number three are rooted in pride and we have to make sure that we understand that this is what is happening when we are dealing with these mindsets whether it is you want everything now and you got all kinds of anxieties or whether it is number two you're comparing yourself with other people in your marketplace or you know your mentors or whoever you see that you know who, who's doing something like you or is has a business that is where you want it to be or if you're being selfish and you're, you're thinking all about yourself instead of having that servant mindset all of these things are carnal minded and they are also rooted in pride because everything that the carnal mind is about everything that the world is about everything that the flesh is about is pride god resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble so that's james 4 6 and so when we submit ourselves and we humble ourselves under God, he's gonna lift us up in due time and he's gonna give us the grace that we need to do what he wants us to do in business. And the cool thing is that Paul lets us know that as believers, we have the mind of Christ. So let's make sure that we are operating in that mind so we can overcome all of these worldly, carnal, fleshly mindsets that can so easily wreak havoc in our businesses. All right, so that's all for today. I really hope this blessed you. And as always, I'd love, love, love to hear from you. Get on the email list at scalewithstrategypodcast.com slash free. Have a great day. Hey there, before you go, if this podcast has inspired you or blessed you in any way, then I'd love, love, love it if you do two things for me. One, share this podcast with another entrepreneur in Christ. Two, Go to Apple Podcasts and search for the Scale with Strategy podcast and leave me a review. And hey, if you need support in your business, I am here for you. Grab a Scale with Strategy session at scalewithstrategypodcast.com slash coaching. And as always, I pray that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen and amen.